Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is the Westworld Watch. This is episode 235 mm. of this here Penny Bloom Podcast, and this is Westworld Watch number 402. That's season four, episode two. I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? What up, what up? It was a pleasure to be here. Quick little 235 fact. Um, I don't know why I do these. Um, that's just uranium. Um, that's the first thing to pop to my head. I usually go like prime number or something cool, but uh, that's that's uranium's atomic number. Um, hey, you know what? Just, just I'm, I'm always here for the number fact. Screw it. Yeah. Um, I'm always here for the number <laughs> fact. Uh, no matter what. In fact, I'm very happy we've broadened the horizon today with uh, get, reaching into the periodic mm. table. Heck yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't I don't know if I said this, but I'll say it again if I did. I'm Colton Robertson. Uh, and uh, today we're discussing Westworld Season 4, Episode 2, uh, the title of which is Well Enough Alone. Mm, yeah, this, uh, um, HBO just, uh, I, I know I'm just comfortable with HBO. I know I'm, I'm just going to get something mm. good. In the show, it's, it's like probably one of my favorite shows of all time pretty easily. And I think this it's season not, is not top yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah, not top one, but I mean, it, it could, who knows, maybe after, uh, I don't know if maybe if this is their last season, who knows, I don't know how much they have more planned. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. But do you want to, you want to check in thinking. to see how our predictions were and maybe see how wrong some of them were real quick? Yeah, do like start, a quick, let's, quick little let's, prediction let's start check. There. Let's start there, yeah. We had um, Christina Dolores is Rehoboam. And is trapped in a simulation slash park by Hale or Charlotte Dolores. Um, that one could still be true there. I'd say yeah, uh, maybe, you know one. maybe the Rehoboam part. I'm I'm getting more further away from. Um, but okay, Teddy was sent by William slash Charlotte, but betrays them to save Dolores. Guess we haven't really seen more on that. And the, I feel like we made a lot of long-term ones, yeah. as opposed to like what we yeah. might see next and episode. I, the last one is just the the state of the world prediction. Um, you, you're taking it just as straight up face value, and then I I said um, it's a whole world takeover, and everyone's reality is a facade. Um, I'm not right yet. I, don't, I think it's just beginning now. So just beginning. So somewhere in the middle there of of well, maybe it is just face value actually. Um, he could uh, yeah, be right the, here, the, and you know, to a degree, they're they're mm. certainly still lying to us in some places. You know, uh, making things seem normal when they are not. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was good. You know, I finally did my due due diligence as a uh, as a Westworld mm. podcaster. Uh, Emily was working hard to catch up with me uh, and be able to watch this week to week. And uh, you know, we we finished season three yesterday. Uh, we watched episodes five through eight of season three, 
and then one and two of season four. So she went hard with the Westworld yesterday, and I was very happy to do so with her because, boy, oh, boy, I need that fucking refresher on what happened in season three. I thought I had a good refresher of what happened in season three just before I went into the premiere, and, like, oh, I wasn't even fucking close. Caleb might as well have been a brand new fucking character, man. Wow. Um, yeah, you you were saying some stuff uh, to me yesterday that I was like, oh crap. Yeah, I could I could really benefit from a season three rewatch as well. I think uh, I think I, I whenever I think of the show, I think of like season one. I, I can like I can pretty vividly think of season one. Uh, probably not like every detail, but all the big ones at least. Uh, but then like it just kind of goes downhill from there. Like oh, yeah. I know a little bit less of season two and like a little bit less of of season three but um hey man and i can tell you confidently after rewatching season three it ain't bad <laughs> it ain't bad like people say it's bad mm. bro like yeah. that shit good yeah. the way that, that like the finale genuinely mm. i mean okay season one's finale is pretty fucking epic you know uh, yeah so like i won't i won't say it's the best westworld finale but i i think i like it more than season two's finale mm. which is a uh, Saying a lot, Dang, that whole, yeah. the whole Valley Beyond shit was pretty uh -huh. epic in uh, in season two. Okay. But uh, okay. But regardless, uh, I found rewatching it that uh, you know season two bled into season three really well. The foreshadowing felt there and natural, and just like, oh, they were really laying it before us. And you know, rewatching season three, there's some things that feel like there could be, there, they could be foreshadowing, obviously, and you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. That's why I could tell whenever I watched season two again yeah. that it was uh, foreshadowing season three. So, like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck any of it might mean. But uh, one thing I like a few things I forgot. Uh, Charlotte Dolores uh, is, and Dolores had something of a loving connection. Mm. This is uh, very interesting. Uh, yeah, this throws a wrench in, like it? into some things. Um, like theory, like I would, I would never have made any theories. Like in, I don't know this this little detail. Like, why would they have shown that? You know, if like it wouldn't have mattered. Why? Why would they well, have well, just? That's the thing is that that's what launches Charlotte Dolores in the whole other direction. Like mm. the fact that she was willing to leave her to die when she was willing to die for her. She's oh. like, you didn't even check on me. You didn't even make sure I was alive. Oh. Uh, so, uh, yeah, now I'm going to fuck you over. Dang. Um, but they... Yeah, so, so is that kind of like a Loki and Sylvie situation? Yeah. You know? Like, because, I mean, they're the same... I guess, I don't know. This, but different. Yeah. You know, like, they, they, hmm. they've made a point with all these different uh, Dolores variants that, uh, uh, you know, they started in the same place. Mm. But their, their paths genuinely led them to become different people. Hmm. Which is super fascinating, and like that's another thing I forgot about season three is that they are not purely the same. Some of them do stay in line more with what Dolores was like, you know, like Connell's the Scottish guy who was willing to sacrifice mm. himself by blowing up the desk and shit. Uh, like there's there's a lot of examples of just like they they switch up over time, you know, and uh, hmm. uh you know Caleb's whole storyline. I forgot that his like his whole season three storyline is fucking good. Yeah, uh, the whole like, whole, like mercenary type re, thing, and he was whole, he was like rewired so that he mm. forgot his past and realized he, like they did to him what they do to robots in in Westworld. They wiped his memory and gave him a new backstory. Like, uh, so oh it's, yeah, yeah, that did happen. 
and it was it was tied directly to Solomon and like a like it was like a huge part of figuring out how to make Rehoboam work and Caleb was part of the beginning of that and it's like what the fuck I, I guess didn't remember any of this is was the was it ever explained how like his life was controlled like is it just Rehoboam is so calculated that he any small little changes in like life that he can like make something happen or was it just like they're actually controlled like somehow a good question um emily had a really tough time with this yesterday and it led me to having like a complete uh mental just like like a lee sizemore up in the simulation in season three you know like uh uh i she asked me, but how does it control people's mm. lives? And I was like, the best I could come up with was like, do you, you know how Facebook manipulates middle-aged people? <laughs> it's just that at, a, at the ultimate it's level. That at the ultimate scale. <laughs> that's a beautiful analogy. No. Yeah, no, I was like, that, like, that's the best I can come up with because it's not like a – but then, I, like, that was me trying to rationalize it to our world. There's also a degree of, like, uh, it mm. interacts with every bit of technology there is. That's true. Uh, their hiring processes are ran through the Rehoboam. It's a strategist to the world. You know, like, they're like, what should I do about this? And they ask Rehoboam. You know, like, that's part mm. of their system. Uh, and the system tells them what they should and shouldn't do, and they follow it. Uh, Dang. Man. Yeah, so season season three rewatch can't express enough how how important that was for me. One thing I did remember, obviously, was that Bernard, uh, he wakes up in that hotel room. What I didn't remember was why he was there. Um, oh my god, he had he put yeah the freaking put that fucking thing. What on was his head what was he there the, for? Walked into the valley of beyond. Oh, walked into the valley shit. of beyond. So. That led me to a whole other fucking thing where I was like, oh, is Dolores in the Valley of Beyond? And uh, and uh, Bernard's going to find her in there. And then, like, he's actually going to wake up at, like, the end of this season. It's not even going to be like a... Oh. Yeah, like, I was like, I don't know, man. I, I ran with a whole other set of theories. And, you know, after after watching episode two, they, they started to go, like, I don't know. I don't know a little bit more anymore. But uh, mm. regardless, man. Uh, this was a good fucking episode. I know we just spent ten minutes talking about season three, but uh, it felt important. <laughs> oh yeah, to, to touch on. Ah, uh, uh, the show is just a a minefield of of rabbit holes to go down. Oh so. yeah, you can just uh, you can run with it in any direction you want. But uh, what do you say we do a scene by scene breakdown here? Oh, I am ready. I'm ready for it. Bet bet. All right. So we open in Mexico. Where we, uh, mm. uh like, I, I'll tell you, I'm watching this, and I see the back of this woman's head, and I go, oh, it's Clementine! Mm. Uh, I was like, I was so excited, you know, because uh, we haven't seen Clementine in a fucking minute. Mm. It was, uh, it was real good to see Clementine back. I, I, I missed her dearly. What is interesting is that she's in hiding. Mm. And I can tell you, coming fresh off a of season three rewatch, I have no idea why she exists. Yeah, why is she not there? And um, apparently, she was like connected with Maeve in some way because at least that's what William was trying to get out of her. Maybe if William was right in uh, like assuming that they were working together at some point, I um, had the the mind to me that it's just because of 
what they did together in the park. Uh, like Maeve, Maeve and Angela, or her real name's Angela, uh, Maeve and Clementine uh, were like the bestest of homies in the park. So like I was thinking maybe that was kind of the, mm. the connection he was making. Like obviously if you made it out, she's made contact with you. Tell me what tell me what the fuck going on here. Um Yeah, I guess that's how I, I guess you said, even if I knew where she was. That line. Oh, that line was pretty good. Oh yeah. I I would see you in hell before I told you. Like Oof! But yeah, that really sucked, you know, like I me and Emily are watching it and I'm like, Oh yeah, Clementine, I missed her so much. Yay and then uh Bow. <laughs> I, and then she gets shot a couple times and uh Emily was like, Well, you were so excited and I was like, here's the thing, darling. Clementine not like these other robots. She more so than any other robot, if she is killed on screen, more so than any other robot, is going to get brought back to life. That's She's true. died like six or seven times. Can't like any host die and be brought back unless as I guess they their were, control unit is destroyed. Shot. So like was Clementine's control unit destroyed? Like I'm like because Teddy's back and Clementine's back. Two people that I thought were dead dead in a way that they couldn't come back. Like Teddy especially. I'm like vividly remembering oh, like... Teddy, Teddy blew his own brain damn. out. Um, but... That's the thing though is that I also rewatched season two recently in, in anticipation for the whole show, you know? And uh, at the end of season two, Dolores sends Teddy to the Valley Beyond. So there's some... That has to be the connection. That. Yeah, it, it does. Like, uh, she she makes sure that he gets to go there, uh, like, uh, at the end of season two, which was another thing that I forgot about season two. I mm. just remember Teddy nixed, and that was all I remembered, but, uh, he got sent to the Valley Beyond. So, like, uh. I guess if it is their version of heaven, it would make sense that it's, like, better than heaven in the way that, like, if you want to live again, you just can't. Like, you're a computer, and, like, everything is is up there in the cloud, the valley beyond, like, your right. whole consciousness. So, like, if you want to live again and somehow you can make a body, there you go. I don't know. Like, I don't know if that if that's it or if she was deliberately, bought, like, brought back by someone or... Yeah. That's the thing, man. Like, the, the, there are so many things this season where I could, I could take all these guesses. I could take all these guesses, but I could we not don't tell you know. shit. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> But nevertheless, seeing the man in black and Clementine go at it here, I was like, God, just a couple of the show's biggest badasses going at it, and I don't think they ever have. So it was like a, mm. it was just a really cool collision of worlds. Um, you know, he's he's asking where Maeve is. She doesn't know, and he decides, you know, or she decides, you know, she'd see him in hell before she told him, and gives her a shot. Uh, give her gives her a shot in the gut, slit, slits her throat, and it's like, ah, no, Clementine, ah, we'll see you soon. Mm -hmm. um, yep. No damage to the brain there. <laughs> but uh, Maeve, it turns out, is uh, she's she's on the road again with uh, with our with our boy Caleb, mm. and uh, already I'm loving Caleb and and Maeve's interaction. And another thing, in, mm. in episode one, I was operating under the assumption that some of those flashbacks where Caleb is bleeding out is stuff that I forgot that happened in season three. Mm. It's not. Wait, really? Yeah, that didn't happen. Like, I, you, at least we're not shown that. Huh. So, like, I'm like, 
what the fuck's going on there now? And I don't know if it's maybe just like, because she even makes mention of something like the what happened at the lighthouse. I don't know what the fuck happened at the lighthouse. So I'm like, there's there's already something a little bit more there that wasn't there before hmm. uh, for me. Yeah, I thought, I was like, is she referring to, like, them standing on top of, like, whatever and being like, yeah, in this world you could be whoever you want to be. You know, and I'm like, but, like, why would he be like, do you want to talk about it? You know, he, he was, like, awkward about it. He's like, do you want to talk hmm. about it? And, like, now seeing his wife and daughter, like, maybe like makes it seem that he's like in love with me in like with Maeve and got a wife you know he has a type um and Maeve is probably his type it looks like um no yeah they uh oh yeah Maeve and Caleb have a thing mm. they have a connection that's like kind of palpable you're like okay mm. there's something there's something more here but um I really do just love Caleb and Maeve together and uh seeing them go back and forth here for a little bit uh, heading to see the senator from California that we heard about at the end of last mm. week. Uh, it was very, very satisfying. And, you know, we, uh, we pull up to said, uh, to said senator. And, uh, he's like, oh, you must be my wife's friend. Let me go, let me get her. Anastasia. Anastasia comes downstairs and is like, ooh, I have no idea who the fuck you are. <laughs> and, uh, they go back and forth for a little bit. And, uh, Maeve's like, <laughs> I'm going to shoot you. Mm. Uh, so she goes ahead and shoots them and is like, yeah, all right, darling, these aren't actually uh, actually people. These are hosts here. And uh, I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. This was a nice. Got a senator from yeah. California that's a robot. Mm. Uh, I'm in. I'm in. And uh, I, lo- I love this shit. You know, they, they, they fight them off for a while. And it's uh, – it's a fun fight scene. Very fun fight sequence. They uh they kind of they kind of kill this choreography here for a little bit uh until it ultimately results in them murdering the dude uh and keeping the keeping the woman alive, right? Or is it the other way around? No, they yeah, cuz then uh Charlotte walks in and is like she could still be useful to me yet. Yeah. Um but another interesting thing is that uh she couldn't immediately control them. Or, like, maybe she's lost her touch and she doesn't want to admit that to Caleb. Or, like, these are, in some way, an upgraded version of a host with, I don't know. I think it's a bit of both, you know? I take the impression that her being off the grid for seven years, she hadn't had to do this in a really long time. And uh, that was kind of how I, I took it, is that she was she was not only rusty, but uh, Charlotte, Dolores, and William know she has this capability. And were are preparing for it and trying to code their code their hosts to be a little bit uh, a little bit more difficult to break into their minds like that. Mm. Um, but you know she she ultimately can and uh, she goes ahead and plugs on in to uh, to these to these folks mm. here. Love when we and get these uh, scenes the the analysis you know like. Uh... Ah, just oh, take yeah. away all that bullshit. Just tell me what's going on, and like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, "All right, a limit emotional affect. Uh, tell me, uh, tell me what the fuck happened here." And uh, she scans the memories of the host senator and discovers that uh, William and Charlotte were behind these robotic replacements. We see them, uh, see them pulling up on these folks, being like, uh, "All right, come on now, mm. come on, help us out." You know, we don't wanna. We don't, I mean, we want to, we want to turn you to robots, but like we will hold off. And if you're going to be like, okay, yeah, we'll help. Uh, they were not in, they were not in, Mm-mm. uh, nope. 
and it results in the death of of the senator, uh, Senator Whitney, at the hands of Senator Whitney. Um, but they kept Anastasia alive for an experiment. For an experiment, Charlotte mm. is, is is running. Uh, and this this made Charlotte's view of humanity pretty clear. Um, mm. Whenever she was he like put her put her with the rest of the livestock, you know, uh, get, you know, put made it pretty clear that this this Dolores doesn't really have any feelings whatsoever for humanity. Um, and so that's, you know, that's, I figured as much, I figured it, you know, um, it was nice to get that refined though, to like really expressly state, yes, you do not fuck with that. Mm. Um, not in the slightest. Uh, so it was, it was definitely very, very good to see that. Uh, but what, what, so what's the experiment here? Is it, uh, is it trying to refine the flies? Trying to figure out how to get flies to control humans mm. is it what she's doing to william uh are those things connected <laughs> like uh i didn't even think i thought the flies were kind of something that was she's making them see this but it's not actually happening but i oh, it's, there. it's like an actual host fly like yeah. uh it's re- like real so i guess like maybe um, the, the only part that the link that I can't make is if she's scaring them to the point of making them do something, the guy that William controlled, or I guess indirectly Dolores, but like, I guess we'll get to that later. Um, like the, in episode one, he seemed like he didn't know what he was doing though. Like he seemed like he was fully like full and like even was told to to kill himself and was like yeah cool okay whatever and like no way if you're just afraid of of some i don't may i guess maybe but like no though there has to be some more for like more like control there's a there's a mind control thing going on there i have i have no doubts about it uh now how that's going about happening i couldn't i couldn't really say maybe it has something to do with those implants they get in the roof of their mouths and it interacts with those the fly is like the freaking bug in the matrix it just crawls in their body and just mm-hmm. that's maybe they like just nest itself in the brain it becomes their control unit like i don't know maybe like the brain's already there so they don't need like a whole control unit to control themselves maybe they just need a little push you know just a little, little plug in yeah um I don't know, but uh, I I think Anastasia's experimentation was related to the flies. I yeah. don't know that she's doing the same thing, or she clearly isn't doing the same thing as she was doing to William, as we find Anastasia later on in this episode, but uh, or just here in a second when they uh they search the ground and head to the stables, and they they find Anastasia doing some humming, cutting open some horses like some some do, mm. uh, and she's surrounded by flies. In a state of complete unawareness, no wherewithal to her, because uh, Caleb goes ahead and's like, "Hey, hey, uh, Anastasia, Anastasia." Uh, this this was creepy, man. This is like, oh yeah, and she's like, uh, "Where am I? Who are you? What Where, happened to my horses?" On? She even said, yeah. "Like, oh, yeah. oh man," and uh, and then she like snaps back into it, and she's like. You're invited to opening night. I'm sorry. 
What the fuck do you mean by that, Jesse? Excuse me? Uh, yeah, what was the name she said? Um, she- Don Giovanni. Is that just a reference to something, or is that like a real... So now, now that we've gotten to the end of the episode, the the park, the opening night they were invited to, was the 20s Chicago uh, uh. Prohibition era. Don Giovanni... That's someone who is who's important in that part. That's as a character. awesome. Uh, so maybe <laughs> we get a maybe we get like a little mobster twist up in this hoe okay. with Don Giovanni later. Okay, on. dang, uh, that's but, uh, yeah. They, they can literally do whatever they want. They can pick whatever storyline they want to. I mean, literally, we see Dolores writing storylines, and they're happening as they happen, um, as she writes them. So I like, yeah. I mean, can make whatever park they want. Whatever story they want, whatever character. Yeah, I was. Uh, that makes sense now, though. On American soil, important one. Vice president uh, or the government doesn't like that, but man, did they freaking um, like the scene where he was like, "I'm I'm coming with the full power of the United States government," and then they're, "Well, do you have an appointment?" And it was just like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" Like they know, they that. know that. that like they could, they could take over. Like, they they're not a threat. Like the no, whole like, it's, which is it's just nuts. Like the scale of this season is not just like a little park takeover bleeding into the world a little bit. This is we're on the world level. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Like seeing the vice president and stuff like that. Like it, it, the like combative force might be the world. Like it could be a world war. Like verse. Delos, or whatever, mm. which is insane. Like, I'm. A, I don't, do you think like we get the actual president eventually, and he's a lot less friendly with the or than the than the vice president was? I don't know, man. It'll be it'll be interesting. I'd. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm excited though. The and, uh, the William thing though, like we see William go to the senator's house through their visions first. And he's the one who does all this. And then Charlotte walks up right behind him. And, like, seemingly they're working together. But then we get the killing of William and the replacement, like, like later in the episode where she, like, ages him, you know? Like, in the little circle thing. Like, she, like, tape puts it up to Max. She's like, yeah, you're going into the deep sleep. And, like, I don't know if it was just me, but, like, William looked old. Like, he looked aged. Mm-hmm. Um, in there, and which is somehow he aged forty years instantly, you know, with whatever that gas was. But like, so was the William we saw with the senator, like because it seemed like why would Dolores or Charlotte kill this William if this William was seemingly controlling the other Williams, you know, or like did this happen not? In chronological order, I, uh, I, ooh, I did not even, I haven't even considered anything like that. So, like, what I, I've just taken it as the William we know, the William we thought to be dead, but weren't like completely convinced of was dead. Uh, that's the one, obviously, strung up in the in the full body like harness. Thing. Actual human William, or yeah, okay, yeah, because I was that's also human William. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Uh, 
and I don't think he serves a purpose beyond Charlotte torturing him. Oh, he's just being tortured, you think? Like, he's still alive? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's still alive. And Oh, okay. But the... Hmm. Because wasn't there, like, something where Will- the, the, the human William got his slo- like throat slit by host William? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess maybe that circle thing could have saved him somehow. I don't know. Like Indolores was like, "No, you're I'd not. Say, you're not dying I, yet." I take this as that that William is real William. Otherwise, I have no idea why you even have that. So the thing you know? he's in, I just assumed that the thing he is in is allowing him to control the other Williams because Charlotte says something like, "Do you even know where you are? It must be discombobulating or something like that." Like he. His consciousness is somewhere else whenever he's in that thing, and then when he comes out, he's back in his reality, base reality. Um, but I... And maybe... Ah, fuck, dude. <laughs> it's... Yeah, like, that's the thing. I have no idea what that purp- what that could be purposeful for. Like, uh, maybe it is a controlling of your host self. I'd be almost willing to bet it's just the ultimate version of that, what they were doing with the Westworld hats. Just, like, huh. mapping every neuron but, you fucking But have. when the, the new host, William, walked in, he, like, the human William was like, ah, oh, shit. He's like, well, my time's come. You know, like, that's what it seemed like. I don't know. Like, it seemed like, I don't know. Um, At the end of season three? No, like, this episode. Because, um, like, after Charlotte walks in, the host, William, kind of, like, walks in behind her. Mm. Um, and then she's like, yeah, it's time for your long sleep. Gives him the whatever in the neck, whatever mm. that was. And then pumps him full of gas, which aged him. And I, I, like, maybe, like, the aging thing is, like, he actually lives that long, but he's being tortured for that long. But she keeps just resetting it. Like, you know, like, um, something? I'm, I don't know. I'm, like, that part yeah, confused me. I have no me. idea what the fuck they're doing with uh, with William over there because I've been, I like, that's one I'm ready to just let happen. Mm. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't even, I don't even have a theory to begin spinning for you with that. Um, Shit. <laughs> the show. Yeah, but uh, we jumped quite a bit. But Yes, we did. Sorry. Uh, Anastasia. <laughs> She goes ahead and gets put down here by Maeve, who who says like is basically an act of mercy. Like she wasn't her anymore. Uh, we we I'm kind of doing her a favor here, and uh, we then cut to Delos, and we are, we already kind of touched on this, but a uh, deputy assistant attorney general for uh, counterterrorism, Jim Navarro, pulls up, uh, and he uh, he arrives on behalf of the Justice Department. Mm. And, uh, we see he's greeted by Clementine, and he demands to speak with William. But she's like, uh, I'm sorry, deputy assistant, mm. wasn't it? Man, yeah, she let him have it, too. Yeah, she Ugh. did. She said, yeah, nah, you can't, you can't get in here unless you have, I'm here with the full... And she's like, what, what is it you do? He goes, I am the deputy assistant attorney general for counterterrorism. Mm. You take a fucking guess. And she's like, uh, frankly, sir, I don't give a fuck. Uh, do you have an appointment? And uh, ultimately, this this interaction leads to him storming on off uh, with his uh, with his entourage, and uh, 
Clementine seems, seems all the happier to have uh, to have obliged. Uh, but uh, next up, Christina or Dolores. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I, what's the naming convention? Should we just say like Charlotte Dolores, Christina Dolores, or should we just say just Charlotte or just Christina or ju- you know? Like yeah, right, right. Like because um, they're. All, I guess I guess it's understood that Charlotte is not Charlotte. She is Charlotte Dolores. Uh, so like we probably could just say Charlotte. The subtitles uh, just say Charlotte for her. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, exactly. I mean, it um, makes it if there are different. You know, they they have branched. Um, they are not yeah. all the same Dolores anymore. That is Charlotte. Um, now. It's not. It, 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 yeah, and uh, I'm gonna still hold off on the. I'm gonna go back and forth between Christina and Dolores because it doesn't seem. Mm. She could be an actual Dolores, like base Dolores, but put in this world. Right, um, right. I mean, and yeah, I mean, she's definitely a Dolores. You know, like the way she, the way she interacts with the world and stuff. And uh, she's got paintings in her apartment and shit. She's been painting lately, and it's like, all right, this is Dolores, just uh, with something going on, man. I'm still like, what the fuck's happening with Christina? But she, uh, she wakes up in her uh, in her usual spot. Uh, or not wakes up. We cut to her, and she's wide awake. She doesn't seem like she fell asleep last night, uh, and she keeps replaying the events of Peter, uh, you know, attacking her and jumping off the building, and uh, you know his words about the tower and how uh, she ruined his life. They're uh, they're haunting her as of late, and uh, the tower. So uh, upon rewatching episode. One of the season with Emily before watching it. Uh, the homeless dude on the side of the road is holding a picture of the tower. We see the tower in the, uh, uh, uh the title sequence. And those street lights look a lot like the tower. Huh. Uh, so there's. I mean, it would make sense if, uh, the tower was just Delos's corporate building. Um, like before, you know, like, is it in the U.S. or did the U.S. have to travel to get there? That's, I think it's in the U.S. Because I guess it could, um, it could just be like their headquarters that everything was running out of, um, initially. Um, it, but now, like, they're using it as a, I don't know, uh, like maybe that's where, um, I'd assume that's where William is, like, in that circle thing. I'm assuming it's the tower building. Uh, do they verify that, or is it, um, cause, like, no, I think Charlotte walks into the building, and then they, well, I don't know. Well, I don't, I'm of the mind the tower is separate. Oh, really? Like, we haven't seen it yet, you know? We have not seen the tower. You don't think that was the building that, um, like, the deputy assistant went up to, and that's not? I don't. Hmm. I don't think so. I mean, uh, maybe it was. I like. Uh, I guess. But they've been showing us a very specific that's true. shape. That's true. For the tower, and it wasn't the same. And we'll, I think it's sort of a "we'll know it when we see it" sort of thing. I anticipate it to just like, you know, we've seen all these skyscrapers and stuff in Dolores's reality. Mm. I expect it to tower over all that, like to just dwarf everything in size like i and i don't know why i'm anticipating that i'm anticipating it to be some sort of just behemoth of a monument uh because i don't think it's i I think it might not be physical uh i think it's 
only certain people can see it. You know, he's saying, oh, have you seen the tower? Okay. Have you seen the tower? Uh, it's There's something that's like a glitch in whatever matrix they're in that some of them can see it. Uh, hmm. Yeah, maybe it's like the, the Valley Beyond sort of thing that they saw in their world. Um, mm-hmm. But it's... Oh, shoot. Is there a Hulk? Maybe it is a facade, dude. Everything, everything is a facade, and the world is well, just... The thing. I'm I'm of the mind Dolores is shit <laughs> happening separate. Uh, I think even more so now that Maeve and Caleb clearly don't exist in the same world as Dolores does. I just... I, I think they, they just definitely don't. Uh, there's... The aesthetic that comes with Dolores's uh reality, you know, and she's in New York, so maybe there's like the the location side of it that's really fucking things up. But the technology they're using, the the infrastructure uh utilized by the city itself, uh the architecture, it's just a, it's a lot different out there than it is anywhere else. And uh I don't know, I don't quite trust that this shit is uh that this shit is unfolding uh as as stated, at least on the Dolores side of things. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I just, I, I think she's definitely, she's definitely in some sort of augmented reality. And rewatching episode one, hmm. I was remembering the part with those three dudes walking around as they were going to somewhere. Yeah. They were in it. Yeah. The way they were that's talking the, was like, uh, that's the vibe this place I got. is crazy. Yeah. They're already this there. Is I awesome. can't believe it's your first time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just like They're people did in the park. They're not going to yeah. somewhere. They are there. Yeah, just like people did in, in the first Westworld park. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, I mean, her. this is just such... The only thing I can see is that there is something important about this Dolores. And she is being kept here by Charlotte because or, or you know maybe it's a a mercy she doesn't want to kill her because she still loves her in a way even though um kind of like the heartbreak is what sent her down this path but maybe right. she's still holding on a little bit um which is oh, man yeah I, I'm just trying to find like a reason it, it maybe Charlotte's not the one keeping her here in the first place maybe it's this Dolores herself somehow, like in her own mind, wiped her. Own so mind. I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm I'm trying to think. Like, <clears throat> a th- I, I don't fully buy into this. On some Doctor Manhattan Watchmen type yeah. shit. I don't fully buy into this, but I want to say it now because if I'm right, it's insane. And if I get it this early, it'd be nuts. I feel like this is a finale sort of thing. But who knows? It could be next episode, and then the finale is just even more fucked. But yeah, right. my like a current, I only buy it like ten percent into this one. Um, but everything we're seeing now is kind of like Doctor Strange looking into the future sort of thing. But it's it's um, like somehow, some way, um, Christina Dolores gained an ability from Rehoboam and was able to become this master strategist like Rehoboam. Uh, but maybe even smarter because Rehoboam was based on a human, right? In the first like. It was based on his brother, or, like, his brother, but, like, still a computer. So, like, it could be a better version 
of Rehoboam, a more efficient version. And the next evolution, because yeah. before Rehoboam was Solomon, what comes after Rehoboam? Which uh, and I'm, I'm fully okay if Rehoboam's just gone forever, like he's actually fully erased. Um, but if some way he's stuck around or Dolores gains some ability, I don't know. Um, but maybe this is um, Dolores looking into the future of how the hosts would take over the world. Um, and this was the reality in which Charlotte lost. Um, and this is all Charlotte's doing, like using this Dolores to look into the future, using her as Rehoboam and her strategist, basically. And so she knows, like, what not to do or something. So, like, everything we're seeing is just happening inside of um, Christina Dolores' mind right now. Um, and I think the real-world story starts with, Ber like, Bernard, um, whenever he wakes up in the dust. Like, I think the whole world is, it is, like, almost toast. Um, like, the intro scene, I, I don't know if you paid attention, like, the... The opening, like, it's the whole world in vats of some, like, the whole world is trapped, um, is, like, the whole vibe of the opening scene to me, and it makes up the whole world, like, all these people that are trapped, they're pushing against the wall, trying to get mm -hmm. out, um, and, I mean, I don't really think that this is an instance of just a Rehoboam strategy, you know, for real, but if it is true, um, I just want to get it out there now so that I could say I, I, I got it. it after watching episode two. But. Yeah, see, right now where I'm sitting, I think she is in – I'll run with it like she's in a park hmm. just for the sake of this theory that I'm about to spit. You know, like these three dudes show up. They're like, I can't believe this is your first time. This place is awesome. Da -da -da -da. Uh, so if she's in a park, that means it is ran by Delos. Delos ran by Charlotte Dolores. Um, it could be as simple as she's trying to keep her there because she knows she'd oppose her. If she remembers who she is, she'll she'll fight back, and that's kind of like a something she can't have. Mm. Um, and it could it could be as simple as that. Um, because I'm not gonna lie to you, it feels like Maya, her roommate, feels like a plant. Mm. Like uh, a lot of symbolism way. between them two. Every time mm -hmm. she's come out of her room, it's like there's something black or white. Like there's black and white in the shot. She comes out the first episode with two mugs or something like that, and what mm -hmm. she's like, you need to choose. You're like black, you know, like black or white. And then now, oh yeah, shoes, shoes. That's right. And then now this she she comes out. Oh yeah. Um, and I think even their dresses, like uh, Christina yeah. was wearing, it was either like a dark, dark blue or a black, and then. That's um, another thing. Mm. Nobody's clothes are straying too far from that in the simulation or wherever Dolores is at. Everyone's wearing the same tones. It's either white, black, navy, or like that deep green sort of thing that we've been seeing. Mm. And it's only those. You don't see any other colors. Um, so there's there's something weird going on here, especially since, you know, when it comes to Maeve and... Uh, Caleb's storylines, it's not what they're wearing. Uh, so, huh. like, I'm, yeah, yeah, she's she's in her own world right now. I, I'm I'm 100 in that camp. It's just a matter of to what end. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> but yeah, Maya Maya here reads Peter's obituary to her mm. uh, to prove his life was already ruined 
informs informs her that the Hope Center for Mental Health was his charity for choice, or charity of choice, and uh, and you know Christina is like I feel like I wrote this man, I feel like I wrote this shit, and but how did it happen long ago? Like that dude just died, you know, and that that's the part that's confusing Christina. And she's like, this doesn't make any sense. You know, that there could be multiple of these people out there. It's a common name. Whatever. Like, no, this is the same person. Um, yeah. But how did it happen? And that's... that's. <sighs> See, if it's a loop... I feel like this hospital would revamp every... Whatever. And, and then just close down right when he kills himself again. Or something. But I... Right. I guess maybe whenever she writes a new story, things in the world just have to change because for the story to make sense in the first place, like she full, like this dude was just living a life, you know, he was like, I had a wife, I had my kids, I was fine. And then his whole life got hijacked and his story was rewritten and he ended up killing himself. So like he was living a completely normal life and now was driven to the point to end it. So who's to say that, like, whenever she writes a story, the necessary changes in the world happen, like, instantly, or something. Like, or that part of the story isn't as important as the actual character moments, so there's less power, CPU power, however you want to think, you know, yeah, like, like it, sort of like thing. She is, um, it seems like she's writing non-playable characters. Yeah. Uh so like it would make sense for all the background shit to just not fully operate correctly and she's like the fuck's going on here you know like uh but she's aware that she can control people though whenever she gets there she tells four people to leave she doesn't i don't think she's fully was it just kind of like a please leave and then like they did it or oh okay so she's not aware you don't think she's like she's like please leave and they just leave and she's like Huh. Uh, so, like, I, I think it's kind of like she's she's starting to become on the brink of that discovery, but she's not fully there yet. Mm. Um, yeah. And, uh, but regardless, uh, another really convenient little thing here, you know, Christina's talking about the loss of uh, uh, the Peter's Peter's death and stuff, and Maya just has the obituary pulled up on her phone. Just had that ready. Oh. Ready, ready to discuss. Uh, I didn't pick up on that. Huh. That's weird. That is weird. And, and like, what's their dynamic? Like, if are they a couple? Roomies, or just, just roommates. roommates? Okay. I think. Uh, um, I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, I was thinking, like, maybe, like, in this future utopia, like, sex just isn't even a thing so you just sleep in a different bed but you just love oh, each other yeah. to love each other you know sort of thing um, right. but it, it, I think it makes more sense if they're just I think they were roommates, roommates. Knew, but, um, uh, yeah because last last episode she was talking about how she needs to get laid she set her up with a true, dude and stuff true. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay uh, yeah, but, uh, sex is very so much a thing then okay that's that's cool uh, so that, that throws that out of the window um, right right but, uh, she's uh, finding Teddy though that's the man that she's waiting for. God, I can't wait. I can't wait till they come face to face. And I hope that's going to be like a thing that makes her like, like unlock something. So, like, like she sees Teddy and it sets her back. Ooh. Like, 
Like she she remembers. Remember. Oh, wouldn't that be an awesome pull through? If like she sees Teddy and she hears Arnold's voice. Oh. Go like remember. That'd be epic. It would it won't happen. There's no reason for it. How, but it'd be awesome. Okay, but how is this Teddy here? Is it just is it Teddy? Or is it a William slash Dolores? But Alright, alright, let me throw this at you. You only live as long as the last person who remembers you. If Charlotte Dolores was Dolores, Shit. she can replicate Teddy. Shit. That's true. And I... No. I was thinking, like, maybe t- every time a host, like, destroyed their control unit, they were automatically uploaded to, like, the Valley Beyond somehow. Like, that was already a failsafe, like, that mm-hmm. Ford or whoever put in is like, no, like, none of these hosts are dying, they all deserve to live in some way, like, I'm already, like, this is already happening. They just have to know it's happening. They have to unlock, like, I don't know, because, like, this is all, all written, at least Ford makes it seem that they're making their own choices after he kills himself, but Mm. who knows if, like, do you think Ford's done-done? Like, do you think, like, or do you think he... I think as far as his <laughs> narrative control on bots, yeah. Um, now, I don't think it's impossible for him to uh, be replicated uh, in some capacity, you know? I think uh, I think there's a potentiality for that. And, uh, and who's to say that this Christina Dolores wasn't just, like, the one that we saw... Um, like shown the world is like oh have you ever seen such splendor the stars are just scattered across like what if it's just that one and he let her out early you know like he was just like go like go into the world you're the you're my first you know you're my baby go ahead here you go and now that's something to consider what if she was just what if this dolores was never in the park I'd is the weird. hair change to make her forget who she is, or was this? I mean, there's a just because there's, there's a you know, just be just new be. look. Yeah, yeah, I think I like she's had a new look every season, generally with her hairstyle and stuff, and uh, I think this lends itself to a, an official new era sort of of uh, Westworld. But uh, I don't know. There's got to be something more there in terms of. Uh, what it's doing to her, you know, she's not the, uh, she's not the blonde, uh, uh, rancher's daughter anymore. She's, uh, she's the brown haired, uh, city girl. Mm. Um, so like, uh, huh. Well, and like in the first episode, you know, there's this, uh, there's this moment where whenever she's building the story where she's like, uh, you know, and, he, and she lives with her with her disabled father uh, in the in the country, and she goes, "Nah, scratch that city." Um, uh. And it's like there's uh, there's something like uh, there's something in the back of her head telling her what who she is, and she just can't access it. She can't remember it. Um, huh? Yeah, because even yeah, when she's saying that whole like is a girl who wants more from the world. Like, oh, that whole monologue is, like, it describes, 
Caleb's daughter. It also describes Dolores in the park. It describes Maeve. It does, you know, it's like a very, I don't know, like she could be describing her own story or I don't know, maybe she may, like, God. There's so many holes. Like every like every time I'm trying to come up with a theory, I'm like, wait. But then I think of this side of the story, and I'm like, how does it link yeah. up there? Like, that's the and... thing is that like they always figure out a way to make it seem so disconnected, and then they're like, oh, but wait, it's all the same thing somehow. What? And it's like, oh god, I don't know. I'm just. Are you taking these events happening in order? Like these, the, what we're seeing is happening in order, or? Christina, her shit on the on the Maeve Caleb side of things. Yes, that's all. That's all unfolding as is. You know, like that's that's a that's a perfect timeline. It's a uh, like Christina's entire storyline could be covering the seven years in between. Uh. You know, like, uh, it could be it could be her trying to break out of that loop for seven fucking years. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh... How did, like, William built, or Christina, built this, you know, new park in the U.S.? Charlotte, yeah. But how did it take the, like, the government that long to be like, no, you gotta stop doing this. You can't do it domestically. Like, wouldn't he have been building it for, like, he, there's no way he built that overnight, right? Like... That's it's probably been in the works for a, quite a while. And, like, how was Maeve and Caleb controlled? Like, it seems like it's very planned. You know, like, you're invited to the grand opening, and they were. They're going to the grand opening, you know? Like, this is, I guess, the opening of a new world, almost. Um, and, you know, even William was like, once I flip this switch, that's all I need to do. You know, that, that's that's all I need to do. It's the last step in our, in our plan. And he literally flips a fucking power switch to open the park. Um, and, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be just a hunt fest full of just humans getting hunted by hosts. Um, like, it's, it's flipping the script. The humans become the side story lines and they become you come to, the disposable you, come to the you know but like human. but once they're dead they're dead um yeah you come to you come to this park a human you leave a host but the black goo whenever the senator or who was it the senator or no it was anastasia. anastasia it was that wasn't just blood right or was it like no it was that was there was something else going on there because that was the black goo was that mentioned in the post like the, yeah, oh, the like okay. next next week on Westworld. Okay. Uh, so I think it's it's literally the inverse of what they've used to make the hosts previously. Like the white white and black. White yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Another black and white sort of uh-huh. either or sort of thing. Uh I didn't even think of once a human dies they become a host. Um I was just thinking once they're dead, they're dead. But it's even better to just absorb come, the entire population. The well, and like that's that's how they'd get away with it. If you come to the park, a human, you can't just disappear. The park will get shut down. You leave. You're a host now. Oh shit, dude! Maybe that's the new hat 
like that's what the new hat does, and and it's very important that Caleb and and Maeve did not. Oh put yeah, it on. well they they knew previously. That I'm not a big hat guy. <laughs> I was like, it was mapping the it was mapping uh, their brains previously. They're like, so like uh, I don't think like, I'm we're good. Bad. We're gonna probably not. <laughs> yeah, but uh, any hoozle, uh, as Christina is walking to work. Uh, she sees uh, she sees a uh, um, the, the same uh, houseless man uh, making sketches and charcoal, yelling. There is a song with no sound. That's a new one coming from this guy. A song with no sound coming from the tower, and it's killing them. And she's like, "Oh, the tower. What do you mean by that?" And he seems to not be able to see she's there. Mm-hmm. Or, or hear her. Or <clears throat> his story isn't written enough to answer the... Like, he, he wasn't ever asked this NPC. question. But yeah. it, it seems that he's the only one that actually knows what's going on. You, you know, he's like the Dolores' father of mm. the season. Um, I saw a terrible... I asked a terrible question and received a terrible answer. And like the birds? And then she sees two dead birds, you know? Like, what's up with that? Yeah, you know, she, he says, no one can hear its music but me. Me and the birds. I guess if what? there's flies that are hosts, who's to say that, you know, I mean, people think in real life that the birds are fake and all, you know, uh, just made to watch birds us. Birds work for the bourgeoisie. Of course they do. Um, but, you know, it could, this, this could be very real. It actually, like, part of this world. Um, yeah, but this... They they just know how to give away just enough to let you let your mind just go without giving you yeah, like it. Ex- we only got two new things from this guy: song with no sound that's killing them, and the birds. And now we're gonna be like, what the fuck does that mean for a whole week? And then the next week they're gonna be like, here's a little bit more, and like it's just gonna keep going. I think the song with no sound um, is like whenever Maeve takes over the senator it like it, like there's a hum you know or like a to signal that she's like using her power and like maybe that's what he's talking about like the song with no sound it's something that's i can i can't hear but i know is there because it's controlling me or it used to control me um but the birds i'm i'm lost as to what what these there's a bunch of dead birds man and maybe it's just to wake Christina up. You know, maybe like this, maybe she wrote this story herself subconsciously. and To wake herself up. she the only one in that workplace that actually, like, her stories come true? Or is everyone in that workplace's stories coming true? We don't know. Fuck. We don't know. Now I'm interested. What's going on at Olympiad Entertainment? What the fuck, everybody else on? Now I want to go back to episode one and listen in to one of the, one of the other people who's in there, like uh, and see if we see something play out on the, uh, in the background that like matches one of the other people's fucking stories. But like, huh? I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh, you know, she gets to Olympiad Entertainment, sees a bunch of dead birds, and goes, "You know what? Maybe I don't go to work today." Um. And she chooses to go ahead and uh, keep on moving. Uh, I mean, I've... I, I can't blame her. Can't blame her. Not one no. Uh, and uh, 
Next up, William and, William and Clementine receive a visit from the vice president, uh, along with two Secret Service agents on a on a private golf course, and uh, you know they have this they have this little back and forth, and it's, it starts friendly, you know, semi friendly, and uh, William's like, "You didn't come to my daughter's funeral, though." And, uh, you know, he was like, oh, we were campaigning, William. And he's like, uh, oh, I know. I funded your campaign. <laughs> uh, mm. As this dude's just why? sinking hole-in-ones. Oh, my God, dude. And you can tell he's like, the first one, he's like, oh, that's a great shot. Second one goes down, he's like, holy shit, that's wild. Third one goes down, and he's like, what the fuck are you? Like, yeah, he starts backing up. He's like, "All right, that's a little too calculated." Uh, yep. Yeah, it's. I mean, if anyone knows William's a host, it's kind of like uh, if anyone knows Aunt, or Darth Vader's Anakin, their time is up. I feel it's kind of the same same thing here. Yeah. If uh, if yeah. he reveals himself as a host to someone, they're not living. Well, I guess the FBI assisted deputy Charlotte revealed herself to him you know and i guess we're getting there and i'm, I'm jumping all around yeah, but, uh, I'll, I'll let it happen nevertheless though, like that uh amidst this conversation we cut back to clementine with the two secret service agents and she's like i've always wondered why they call you guys a secret aren't you guys a bit obvious uh, and she's like just basically being like i am the actual secret service because i can do whatever the fuck i want to you guys here we go, you know, and which which was ah, what a. I mean, she's hidden in plain sight. She actually is a secret service, you know, like, secret yeah. service. She is a secret service, but uh, yeah, you know, the the vice president came up here without his whole entourage because you know it's a friendly conversation about the mess out west. Mm. You know, he's uh, he's making some uh, he's making a lot of people nervous, William. And the vice president's like, "Hey, man, if you don't if you don't slow your fucking roll, we can't we can't back you. We're gonna fucking crush you." Uh, and uh, William's like, "Yeah, no, no, you won't. Uh, you have no fucking clue." Uh, nope. Two hundred forty nine, and now two hundred fifty two. Um, I fifty three if you count the deputy assistant. I guess um, he's not really right. a host yet. I don't think less fucking everyone's right. already a host who knows uh, could be one <laughs> but, of my uh, fucks could be could be but you know he uh he starts heading back up the hill and he arrives at the top of the hill to see his secret service detail killed by clementine who was wiping the blood from her hands and william goes ahead and takes a swing with his golf club at the vice president right alongside the head and uh you know another hole in one mm hole in one's head <laughs> man uh, but uh, you know yeah, you know you're that was a hell of a scene william is just a menacing robot yeah. man i love him as a robot no you're strong whenever you can just take out the vice president and just fill his place no one will know yep no one will know the vice president that's got to be like the as far as the government's concerned the highest ranking official they have under their yeah, thumb. I'm assuming they don't have the president. Yeah, I don't know. 249 others? I mean, it would make sense to go after the most powerful people first. You know, assuming like these... You work your way up there. 
like these seven years, he's been doing it legitimately. As in, if anyone opposed his idea, he would just kill them, replace them, and get them to do what he wanted. So he's been doing this for seven years, and he's been buying land, building parks, doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess this is all just Christie or all Charlotte in the first place, right? Like it's not, yeah. or is it? Are they separate? Are they the same? Are they, I don't. No, they're working together. Okay. Um, I, I like the idea that that William in the circle thing is just being tortured. Um, I like that. But uh, let's see. He still could. Okay. Maybe she needs a William for some reason, and the only person who could control a host William is William. That's the only way it, the the mind link connection works. Um, so I guess maybe that's why she's keeping him alive in the first place and not just killing him. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. Fuck. Every time I think I have a grasp on what's going on. I don't. I do not. Aha! Reading from my, uh, reading from this, this year article. Maeve and Caleb arrive at the Angeles Arts Pavilion here next, uh, dressed up for the occasion for a performance of Mozart's Don Giovanni. So it's, it's the song that's being performed, Don Giovanni. Uh, funded by Delos and uh, they're like well nobody's here this shit's gotta be a trap right like there's Most there's some weird, go- there's some weird <laughs> shit going on here and uh, you know he shares Caleb goes ahead and gives a call to his boy Carver I was like yes more Carver content uh, and, you know a couple more lines than last week that's cool that's cool and he's like uh, you know keep them safe they're my world He's like, oh, I know, I will. Ugh. Felt felt like a felt like an interesting touch. The check back in. Man, how were they like? They were. I guess they knew it was a trap, and they were just willingly going in. They were like, "Yeah, you're invited. Come along." How do they know to go there? Was it through Anastasia? Did she say like where it was? She said, "Like you're invited yeah, think, to uh, Don." It. I think, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. I'm assuming, yeah. Um, but I guess why? Like, if this is just another Westworld park, I guess maybe the train was almost leaving. But like, in, uh, why? Like, why wouldn't there be any others entering the park, like with them? You know, why were they alone? I guess they were at drinking with a lot of other people. Could have been all yeah, hosts, I mean, though, like, uh, but it's just a, it was just the timing of it all. You know, they they showed up a little later, and everyone else they were they probably waited to leave until they got there. That's fair. If Charlotte is controlling wants Anastasia, them to be there in the first place, yeah, okay. They probably everyone probably was like, "God damn, this is taking a while, isn't it?" And then Maeve and Caleb show up, and they're ready to go. But uh, you know, they uh, they enter the auditorium here and find it uh, all empty, and. Uh, Except for a little phonograph playing playing uh, the opera and uh, look familiar to you. The the phonograph it looked a lot to me like the one that uh, Arnold goes ahead and lets start spinning. Uh, oh shit! Uh, in the season in season one, and I don't, I don't think there's any significance there beyond it nah, just being dude, the same. Every time the park opens up, the piano goes. You know, like the. Like the automatic piano, now it's just, now it's in the form of this. It's the song that no one else can hear. 
that's controlling everybody. Um, okay. I, I, I okay. like okay. This is, it's coming together a little more, maybe. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe so. But uh, Maeve goes ahead and moves the needle from the record, and the floor lowers. Uh, they they go beneath the stage where they are greeted by a large welcome sign and and a door, and it leads to a little speakeasy, and uh, they grab they grab some drinks at the bar where they vaguely discuss what happened since they last saw each other at quote the lighthouse. I didn't even think the speak like speakeasy is like a like perfect for the era. Um, oh yeah yeah like yeah, a little yeah. it's oh, perfect. Okay, I didn't even a little hidden uh, entrance and uh, shit. It was this interaction that makes it feel like something happened in these last seven years between them. Oh, yeah. That led them to go their separate ways and ultimately didn't work out. Um, Is the lighthouse know, I, the tower? Okay, that's that. I like that idea. I like that idea, but... uh. I don't know what the fuck it could be, man. I don't know. What the, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, and that's one that I'm assuming will just kind of unfold before us, and we won't really be able to tell because it it already happened in the past. So it's like they're gonna show us that information as it unfolds. Yeah. You know, like it's not just gonna. Oh, now I know what happened. No, like they'll probably just go ahead and show it to us at some point. But uh, yeah, it feels like there's something more there than just being old war buddies. You know. Uh, but before the conversation can go much further, the room begins to shake. And Maeve like is like, oh fuck. Here we go again. <laughs> yep. Ah shit. Here we go again. And uh Yeah, I look at like whenever they were looking out in the view though, is that the whole park? The whole city? You know? See, that was the thing. I couldn't tell if this is like you can just see that because it's America. And, like, you can just yeah. in the distance, there's that city. Or if the city is part of the park. Yeah. Because, like, the buildings didn't look like 2070 New York City or wherever they are in America, you know? Like, because this is, or whatever year it is, I don't know. Yeah, around 2070. Um, it looked, I guess it could, I don't uh, know. When William's opening up the park, he says 150 years ago, talking about the 1920s, because it's a 1920s theme. Uh, okay. So 20, oh, well, 2070. Okay, cool. I just kind of pulled that out of out of the air. Um, yeah, it's, it's roughly around there. Uh, uh, but it, it looked, I mean, how could he build an entire, how could he build an entire city? Or did he I guess the Westworld parks were also massive. I mean, like, the the buildings were small, sure, but that was just, like, how buildings were in the time. You know, like, right. it doesn't make sense for there to be skyscrapers during that time. But, like, if he's been doing this for seven, like, about to open the park and building in seemingly a huge city, or I guess this could just be in the middle of nowhere and he built an entire city... Oh my god! The freaking conversation between Caleb and his construction friend. Years ago, it was the host doing our job. Like, they were they, legit, he just had an army of hosts build an entire city. Like, they don't have to stop working, ever. 
So, like, Rome was, like, built in a day, like, here, you know? Like, I guess it wouldn't really take... Um, well, there's another thing for me about the the timing of his storyline, uh, uh, Williams. Do you think this giant plot of land he's purchased is the uh, is the park now? Like uh, that fast? And the beginning of episode one was there? So was there a time jump? That's my thing. I'm like, but he also says something was stolen from me eight years ago, which kind of lines up with the timeline that we already have existing. But and what what was in the land that was really important to him? What was the part of the land that he really wanted? Like this, something that was stolen from. So him. they didn't show what it was. It was no. But there was a giant data store underneath in, in that in that dam. Where he said that his data could become permanent, uh, not not fungible, uh, just creating all sorts of non fungible tokens and and hosts. Ah, uh, that that uh, that is interesting. Like if this is the same plot of land that he and I in, suppose we might unless see if we that's see that why name, you know? the vice president is coming out now. They're like one park we were cool with, you know, in the middle of nowhere. Or whatever, but now now you're buying, you know, this huge plot of land. Like, okay, we we see what you're doing now. You know, you're not just making a Disney World in America. You're you're like taking over America is what you're like going yeah, for, maybe. So buy every inch of land we have here. Um, <sighs> but uh, nevertheless, this whole this whole shit where they were getting ready for the park and stuff, they had to pick their outfits, and it was like, ah, shit, here we go again. It's just the same old shit every single time, man. Like, in, even down to the, I can help you get dressed. He was thinking about it, I think. Because the I, look that Maeve gave him, like, a... like, Maeve had to stop it. You know? And then Maeve kind of looked at him like, really, dude? Like, really? I, th- I don't know, that's, that's kind of the vibe I got, was was uh he was like contemplating it because if he like was truly you know he said like his his wife and his daughter is his whole world they changed his whole life like everything and like mm-hmm. if it was truly that way he would have been like no get out like i don't i don't need your help like i'm good you know or whatever i took it as him being like appalled at the offer like uh oh. like are you fucking for real right now but he like, knows what the parks he knows what the parks are and everything and how like everyone enjoys what they enjoy, right? Like, you know, like... True, true, but I think, uh... It's just, like, the whole... Oh, y'all are really doing this again? Oh, like, you can't believe that it's happening again. Like, y'all are really just doing it again. Yeah. Like, uh... That sort of thing. But, uh... I don't know, man. I don't know. But, uh... Next, we see Jim Navarro, the deputy assistant... As he walks to his car in a underground parking structure, which is never good, instantly um, dead, or close to it. Uh, some, you know, if you're in a parking lot in a movie yeah, or TV show, that's gonna happen yeah. in parking garage. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you know he he he's yelling into the phone, ticked off that the vice president seems to have uh, changed his position regarding the national security threat. The conversation went well, and the vice president was fully on board. <laughs> so who the fuck is pulling the strings? Figure it out. And he won't have to wait long. Nope. Uh, 
Uh, he gets into his car, is zip-tied around the throat by Clementine. Oof. And, uh, you know, the line she delivers here, we have time for you now, Mr. <laughs> Here's your appointment. I was like, yeah. oh, shit, I love Clementine, dude. I love this. And uh, uh, before exiting the vehicle and leaving him alone with Sharp, she, she leaves him alone with Charlotte. And, uh, you know, she tells him, the hosts don't plan to replace all of them. She has plans for his kind. Uh Uh-huh. And she's like, uh, just want to let you know. And she exits the car as a fly crawls into his eye. Like... So we officially got the... Alright, so the the flies go inside the people. And... I think the line that was, like, giving it, like, thinking into what Charlotte's plans in the future are... She said, like, it, it wouldn't make sense for us to take you over one by one. You know? She was like, there, I got, I got a, a much bigger plan in store for you right. guys. Um, and that's either we're going to hunt you like you hunted us, or you're all becoming hosts. Or both. You know? Like, that, that. at least that's what she wants to accomplish. Whether it will happen, that's one thing. But, uh... That's at least what she's going for. Either all of them dead, so that she doesn't have to interfere with humanity at all, and hosts can just live how they want to live, or she absorbs the entire human population and controls it as well. Um, usually, whenever a stronger force takes over a country or you know, couple countries, they enslave that country. And in this case, it's just kind of enslaving the entire world, and it makes more sense from the title card, you know, with the people trying to get out. Um, and I, I, this is... Something you said along this got me, got me, got the wheels turning uh. a little bit. So, plans for humanity, potentially what she's doing to William. Uh, we talked last week about how humanity could be batteries. Uh, is that what is that what William's doing right now? The whole, are you disoriented? This must be jarring. Now, just uh, <sighs> a stretch. This is a leap. Do you think there's any chance William was Peter? Oh. Oh, like how? Oh my! Uploaded. Oh shit! Maybe. Oh god! Oh no! Like there's something like that, where they can get their consciousness kind of uploaded into a host's body and be completely out of control the way the hosts were for years kind of a revenge plan against the humans not killing them but making them suffer the yeah. way she suffered um i guess what what reason he, like if it is peter why um yeah see like that's the thing i don't know i don't know that she i don't know that he's peter like i was like that i was like that's probably a reach but uh something Peter gave to charity. Uh, 
he was uh, his wife left him uh, uh, he uh, yeah. lost his job all these things happened to fit William in a really twisted fucked up way um Huh. Like you would know that she's real, you know. Like uh, that's the thing is that like uh, I I I I think I'm reaching there, but like uh, yeah. maybe there's maybe there's something to the whole whatever she's doing there connects them to a host in some way. Maybe not the host that is them specifically either. Huh? Yeah, because I guess Delos has been working in the background this entire time with trying to you know make humanity's lifetime infinite you know trying to upload their own consciousness and in a way where you can live and never age seemingly um if you want or you can whatever you want basically you can live however you want um and whether that was delos's goal like goal from the start or whether it was oh you know uh ford or william Whoever, like whoever's taken it to this extreme now, um, like the control, like I, I see the only form of control to have over humans right now is the fly, and then they take their body and do something to it, the black goo, whatever that happens to be, um, and that makes them like fully, I don't know, up. Maybe that's the upgraded version that Maeve couldn't understand, right, right. um, but. Dude, I have no idea. I have no idea. Is this... Do they say where this was in the United States? This park at all? Out west. Yeah. Uh, is is just... Is all where I can did, really I guess it doesn't it. have to be where, you know, the Don... Oh, it'd be California. Actually? Like, in real life, this is where that yeah, Don they pulled was? Up to, they pulled up to... Maeve and Caleb pulled up to California. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Went to the Angeles Center yeah, of, okay. of Arts and then rode into the park. So, like, it's it's out west in America. Like, it might encompass a very large area. Is this 1920s like, city supposed to be a Cali- like 1920s Californian city or, like, New York City? Or just... It's Chicago. Oh, I didn't even... Okay, I didn't even pick that up. So that yeah, was said. It's, okay, it's, cool. I think the train says Chicago. So, like, that's, oh, that's okay, the only cool. clue you cool. would have gotten to it. But, uh... Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Um... Huh... We are getting to a really, uh, really important part of the story here, though, because Christina heads to the Hope Center for Mental Health, and uh, she she learns in the uh, in the ride over there that she did in fact write a character named Peter Myers, whose story matches exactly that of the Peter she knew, who died by suicide. In addition, she gets a call from her boss. Who's like, uh, yeah, so what's up? What you doing? And she's like, oh, I just didn't feel like coming in today. Uh, and he's like, so why are you in Jersey? She learns that Olympiad Entertainment is tracking her movements whenever she uh, whenever she does any sort of work. Um, so that's another weird little, like, uh, they're trying to control her, see where she's, keep track of her, make sure she's not getting out of the ordinary too much. Uh Oh my god, it's a Truman Show situation. The further she goes out, the like, 
the more they're going to work their ass off to keep her in. And like that's that's maybe a good reason why it doesn't make sense at the memorial or like why the memorial doesn't make sense because it's it's so far away they never thought that she would go out there. It's like WandaVision whenever the people are like hanging up Halloween decorations infinitely. Oh. Just like oh. on autopilot, but uh she arrives at the center to find that it's uh no longer in operation and uh in 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 a, in a shocking surprise we see that Peter already has a wing dedicated to him despite having died yesterday um what were those people doing there though those four people were they hanging up that plaque or were they like in that room or they were just like custodian or like it looked like construction workers, uh, potentially they had like helmets on. I'm thinking maybe someone who was interested in buying the building, but, uh, so maybe they come back around in some sort of important capacity, but like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you for sure, but, uh, it looked like some sort of like survey of the building. Like they were, is the two people were interested in buying it. Two people were trying to sell it. Dude, Peter, like you said, is Peter is William Peter. Like, a guy who lost his daughter, went insane, blah, blah, blah. But, like, another Peter that we had, Peter Abernathy, who went insane, lost his mind, drove him, you know, like, I don't know, like, oddly, like, why is the name, you know, maybe she's, like, picking her father's name? Like, she is, like, actually remembering parts from her past? I guess, like, her dad didn't kill himself, right? He was just like so no. glitched that he didn't he didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I guess eventually yeah. probably would have gotten there though, you know. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe there is some connection there. Uh, what's the last name of this new Peter? Myers and Christina. Do we even know her last name? Be nuts if it was Myers. It would. It would. That would be a real fuck, fucking mind fuck. But, uh, you know, after seeing this, she immediately calls Maya, who assures her she isn't insane. Uh, the world is. Mm. Her world is. To just trust herself. And Maya in this white and black contrast again. She's rocking the black dress now as opposed to the white one. So, like, a. There's there's something there. I don't know what the fuck it is, but there's something there. Um, Maya's designed to keep her. Oh yeah, and keep her keep her from questioning. You know, like that's kind of uh, she's she's the fucking wife in Truman Show. She's yeah. the best friend. Yeah, like uh, everyone's there to keep her there. Did I lie to you, bud? Yeah, oh, fuck. Everyone's there to keep her there. The only person who's not is Peter. I, you know, like those who were glitching, yeah. So, huh. her boss, just all of it, all of it. Uh, but regardless, Christina stumbles upon a room where she sees a series of drawings of the tower taped on the wall, just like the one the houseless man drew earlier. Uh, Does that just confirm that five or however many years ago this place closed down, he was already going insane and thinking of the tower, and that's why he checked himself in in the first place? So his life has been this fucked up for that long? And she, I guess, yeah, because 
he's been trying to find Christina for such a long time. The miss calls every single day, and like her roommate be like, "You just gotta let him go. Like he's just a crazy person. You gotta let him go." So I guess like I I thought that this was like all kind of happening like rapidly. Like his story was changed and it happened and he went crazy and killed himself. But like this could have been festering over a very long period of time. Probably was because of all the missed calls and stuff. It seemed that she's been dealing with it for a long time. Right, right. So did she wrote that story? We didn't see her write that story in episode one, did we? No. Okay, so not. when she accessed it, it was okay. So it could have been written actually five years ago then, or is that how long? How long they said that the hospital has been shut down? I think they gave it a, a number, or did she just say oh, that this place has just been shut down for a long time? I think it was. I, I only took it as a long okay. time. I didn't okay. catch a number, but uh, um, huh? I don't know, man. Regardless, though, uh, back on the train, we got Maven Caleb again, greeted by. A host named Sophia who played new Clementine in the brothel back in season one. Uh-huh. Uh, Maeve immediately recognizes her and is like, oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and she, there, she offers him the whole, the whole nine, you know, fit tailored perfectly to you. Uh, now you can pick a hat. And, you know, nah, we're good. We're good off that. Um, she'll take some guns though. She took some guns, yeah. which, Took some guns. Got to take. Died some a guns. few times. Uh, come back. You know. You know. Just yeah, that whole that whole thing, and the the host just being completely oblivious, not even questioning it, just sort of back in the doesn't seem like anything to me, sort of a uh, sort of mindset. But uh, yeah, man, this was a, a hell of an episode, you know. And uh, next in a in some sort of bright basement sort of situation. Charlotte opens a pod and reveals she has been keeping William alive in stasis for years. And she she gives she throws a line of his back in his face. You know, he used to say that winning doesn't mean anything unless there's a loser. And uh, she tells him that he is just there to be the loser. Okay. And uh, she says she's going to control his world just as he and his associates did to her and her kind. Uh-huh. Okay. And now she's... Okay. I guess, you know, I was thinking that, like, William was controlling these other Williams. But, like, maybe that suit thing that William's wearing? Because, like, his arms and legs are very trapped. Like, you you can't get out of there when it opens up. Um, Like, that connects him to Dolores, sort of thing. Um, So maybe there is, like, a hive mind. No. She says, do you know where you are? It must be disoriented. I guess that could be she just has him in a hell, sort of thing. Like, an infinite hell loop or something. I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm... Is William in control at all? Do you think he has any control over the William house that we see? No. So this is all Christina. Or all Charlotte. I think the line Charlotte throws at him, you know, he's going to control his world, specifically his world, as he and his associates did to her and her kind. I think she is hijacking his mind. 
Okay. Like there's like I'm I'm going I'm gonna go all the way in on that. Uh, she's connected his mind to to the Dolores reality somehow, or Christina reality somehow. Huh. Wow. What the? And like the William speech that he like was very reminiscent of Ford's. Like season one finales was that season mm, one? Yeah, yes. that was season. Um, I, Journey into night. I really thought he was gonna pop himself, or someone was gonna pop him in the back of the head after he flipped the switch. Uh, but it wouldn't really have made sense in this one, um, in this case, because William is still very needed, like because uh, he's you know controlling Delos and Charlotte yeah, wants right. to control Delos, so she needs a William. Um, uh Really? But yeah, you know, he brings she brings him face to face with the the host, uh, man in black, and puts him back in a deep and dreamless slumber. Uh, and after that, we cut to a to a dark rooftop where uh, Billy Bot is speaking to a crowd that includes the vice president, which we know now is probably a host version of the vice oh, president. Yeah. And he uh, he. He's given a whole speech about how uh, in the 150 years ago there was a, there was a war and uh, a pandemic and everyone there, it was just a special time. He pulls a lever, lights up Delos's new park, the Golden Age. Mm. Golden Age of hosts. Mm. I don't think it's going to be very golden for humanity. I don't think so. What's yep, the... we got Caleb and Maeve walking into the Roaring Twenties. And uh, we think this title means "Well Enough Alone," like a Ma- like Maeve. Like I'm trying to think of the only storylines that, like, I guess maybe Charlotte is alone, and that's what she'll struggle with eventually. Is she's like, I don't have anybody, but I'm ruling the world. What's the point? Whenever I'm finished, if I don't have anyone, maybe that's why she's keeping Sh- or uh, Christina around. I don't know. Um, but the only mentioning of, like, being lonely was, like, Caleb and Maeve in this episode, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, uh, oh, yeah, and she says, I didn't say I was lonely, darling. I was alone. So maybe that's probably just, like, uh, she was doing fine on her own, uh, I don't know, there's, there's something there, there's something there, um, you know, Christina seemingly alone right now Mm -hmm. Um, huh William real William stowed away up in there fuck what what was the thing she pumped in his neck before she closed the circle on him I took it as just some sort of sedative cause that's what I thought like I thought she was killing him there like I thought that she she was like this is it for you Mm. um and I thought that that was what was gonna. I thought it was a knife at first, but then it was like he, a yeah. Knife. But then he, he was just like some injection, but like the is he permanently aged like that now, or can he be de-aged, or did he even look aged uh, in the first place to you, or did he just look like very asleep? So my thing, I, I it's funny that you brought you you brought this up. Uh, because uh, when season four kicked off for Emily, first thing she said when she saw William was like, oh, he's getting old. 
just because mm. Ed Harris is getting yeah. old. Um, so I, I, I think, I think Ed Harris just is, is, is aging like a 60 something, <laughs> 70 year old man. Dang. Uh, rough. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so he, like, I uh, like, I, st- I literally paused and rewinded to go back and look at his face. And like, it's, I don't know. It's, a, it looks different. Like, it looks like way older. I don't know. He looks, yeah, I guess it could just be the gas, whatever that gas is doing it to him. But I, I don't know. Um, I think long and dreamless or whatever slumber, like that was a really long, long slumber that she put him in. Mm. If he's like this old now, ah, well, I don't. Okay, never mind. I'm looking at it now again. It's like a fifty-fifty, honestly. Yeah, I don't, hmm. But he's still alive in your mind, like. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. I'm buying that. That's how I take it. I don't think, uh, now I don't know if he'll come back into utilization anytime soon. Uh, like, I don't know if we'll see real William again for a little bit. Uh, I don't know, man. I think, uh, I think he got up. I think he's uploaded into something right now. Uh, what that is, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, and and he mentioned like he's like oh you're gonna repopulate yourself to rule this world you know not like not just like oh you're you're taking over the world he's like no like you're gonna it's gonna be you only here um and i'm wondering if like you know she says she wants people to find their own identity and everything but like does she want total control? And if so, the only way she can is if it's all her. Like, uh... But she knows better than anyone that that's not how that works. Because she... Because she was she was based off someone true. and she's became completely so different. I, than, and maybe maybe that's all it means, though. Like, maybe she's like, yeah, I'll make all of them me. They'll all find their own way, but they'll all at their core be me. Um, so maybe there's something like that there. Um, do you think, all right, so new theory that would kind of make the, uh, William theory I had earlier make a little more sense. Dolores's park is a simulation park. That you can willingly sign up to put yourself in one of those things and get your consciousness uploaded into that simulation. Uh, um, I can dig that because you uploading yourself is just a way easier way for you to become a host. Like that's mm-hmm. way easier than if you die in the park, then we're going to repurpose your body. Like just do yeah. it straight up. You think you're having a fun time? Sorry. We'll keep your mind occupied in the park, but thanks for your body sort of thing. Like, yeah, and it would make sense that she would need to keep Williams specifically hidden. Like, uh, his can't be around everybody else's because he's fucking existing in the real world also. So it'd be like, what the fuck? Uh, but I think that would, that would, I'm only coming up with that theory because it would benefit 
the theory I had earlier a little bit more about William being uploaded into the simulation to be a character like Peter who mm. is just completely unaware of his own reality and is like a, He's the one trying to wake Dolores up, maybe. He loved her. He did. He loved her and, he and maybe he and, knows there's nothing left for him and he's like And he knows and he knows that if anyone can fight Charlotte Dolores, it's her. I like William being Peter now. I like oh. I like or Peter being William. I'm putting that in the in the good old prediction box. Um, Peter Myers equals William. And I'll, I've also had this thought: Do you think there's any chance that they're getting the people who are like you're controlling my life and destroying it? Are getting Dolores confused with Charlotte Dolores? Like the, uh, the FBI assistant deputy said, like, the first time he saw her face, he was like, you're dead. Like, you are dead. How are you How are you here right now? And I guess I'm not remembering mm-hmm. if she's... Because, like, I thought that she, like, left on, like, a boat or something and had all those... Like, that was the last time we saw her, like, alive. At the end of season two. Um, season oh. three... Her car was exploded with her That's family right. in it. But she crawled... Like, we knew that her arm... She crawled her, away. They, everyone thought human, that they were... Okay, that's fair. Any human would that's die. True. They didn't know. Okay, okay. Duh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she just I went really ahead and got season up, three. walked away. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the thing, though, too, is that, like, I completely understand how you'd be like, but she got up and walked away. But, yeah, like, nobody else would have, though. And so, like, they just assume she's dead. Uh, but, uh... Huh. Man, yeah, like you want to write the the conversation they have though. I think is super important. Like, she, yeah, it would be pointless to bring children into a world where they would be consumed by jackals. I had to make sure they'd be safe. Your kind made a sport of hunting us. Dang. Okay, she like, and she says I had to cut off your paws. So. She is, like, I think she's just flipping the script completely. Like, she's just like, what you did to us, we are going to do exactly to you. But this time, you know, we stay hosts whenever we die, whatever. But this time when you die, you're, you're dead. dead and you're one of us now. Or you're dead dead. Um, man, I don't know. I'm fucking ready, though. This is such a good show, man. Oh, man, dude. And in the that post credit thing just kind of confuses me even more um like i don't know like who was that gr- bernard was a much larger part of it there's apparently some girl who's going to save the world who we've never seen before nope. she's the key now what 7 um, years no she's too old to be mave's daughter right mate 7 years she was like 12. But Maeve's daughter wouldn't age. True. It doesn't make... True. I'm just trying to think if it's if it's any character that we have seen before that's grown up. Um, and who knows? Maybe Bernard wakes up way later than seven years. Right. And we get a fucking mindfuck of a storyline there. Um, yeah, like, how is she the key to everything? 
someone that we've never seen before, like completely. It, in this black, oh, we do see in this park. Everyone's, like, dancing. You know how they, like, distract, like, they would freeze everyone whenever they wanted to have a private conversation? Mm-hmm. Like, was that um, Maeve doing that? Or was that um, Charlotte doing that? Oh, okay, okay. Um, I, that That's what I was wondering. It, it only shows it for a split second, but, like, it shows the same stories unfolding again. The can rolling. Caleb is the one picking yeah, it up yeah. now. Um seemingly who is his teddy maybe Maeve um is is her or is Caleb's version of teddy I don't know um but or was seeing them all controlled was that in the last no this was this post yeah yeah, this one because I think while that happens I don't know if Charlotte is on screen or not I think I forgot who was talking um, whenever they were shown that I'm watching it right now, though. Um, but man, like, what? Yeah, dude, no, nah, the world, like, whenever Bernard wakes up, he is in the middle of a desert, like, abandoned completely. And, like, it's either the world is, like, only populated in cities now, but, like, it shows a shot of just pure desert. Like and she's just. I will say that's where he. The plot of land. That's where he fell asleep in season yeah, three. The plot of land that William bought maybe is is oh, this. That's what got stolen from him. Maybe. Uh, the encryption, the the key in his mind. Oh. Uh, What's in Bernard's head? Is it just a Bernard one, or is it like a special control unit thing? There's a, there's some sort of key yeah. to it all in his head. Um, but now this new girl's the key. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Dang it. <laughs> I don't know. I I think uh, I think it might be time for the yeah. ratings because I don't. I, I I just I don't know. I simply don't. Enjoyment? Did you enjoy this one more than last episode? Um, I, I don't I don't know. I think it was uh, uh, roughly the same yeah. level. I don't think I enjoyed it any more or any less. I will say, getting to the uh, uh, getting to the park side of things again. You know, we're getting into a roaring twenties sort of thing. My excitement really got uh ramped up there at the end for that. Uh, Maven, Caleb, more interactions there. Hmm. Uh, we got Charlotte for the first time this season. We didn't see her last week. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think I enjoyed it any less or any more than last week. I think a four or five is probably yeah. where I'm sitting at again. Uh, I think that's fair. Um, yeah, I think I don't know. I, I and I think as the episodes go on, I don't know. Like I don't really think Westworld has like filler episodes. I don't know. Like. It like does. that's the it thing does. is like, man. Like if this is the beginning, we have freaking six episodes left, dude. Yeah. And oh, so like, I, like a lot happens like per episode. Like, oh, it's so like, much. Man, who like 
our predictions could be so off, and they probably are. Oh, they probably are, yeah. Which is just nuts. What a show. I mean, you know, in saying that, the genre rating, I think they stepped up the sci-fi in, like, almost like a horror aspect with the flies now. We, like, crawling on the eye. Yeah, man. I I dug this one on a whole other level again. You know, we got a... We actually got the parks, and we got William stuck in that fucking thing, being stuck in stasis, and, like, I'm going at least another point one above yeah. that. Like, 485 yeah. is the floor for me on this one. Uh, I think that's probably fair. I don't think it was, like, a five. I think it will get there. Um, with like, yeah. That's the thing. To, to, to fuck our minds, they have to set up the mind fuck. And yeah. they're... That's all they're doing right now is they're just setting up the mind fuck, but the setup is already so intriguing that like it's just so like ah oh, I, I think four eight five is fair. I don't um I think we should leave room for uh yeah. for growth, yeah, because like it's it's not a perfect like Westworld's been more sci-fi this and a and a much more more sci-fi than this yeah. in a much more fulfilling way. So I think like, we'll get uh, more of that next episode with Bernard. With probably the Valley yeah, Beyond, this too. black goo yeah. in a park. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 they find yeah, a secret yeah, lab yeah. in the park. Um, that's like where they discover the black goo. So like, um, they're gonna go underground or wherever the secret park is. Who know or wherever it is. Um, ah, yeah. It, okay. And then how it was made critically though. Um, I don't think it was quite as good as the first episode. I think the first episode was a better episode of television. Uh, this one uh, didn't feel to have the singular arc sort of thing. It did feel yeah. like a purely set up episode. Uh, there was there was plenty there was plenty there. You know, like the uh, Maeve and Caleb went searching for something and they found a lot more than they ever would have anticipated. Uh, we finally got Charlotte kind of starting to reveal her plans a little bit. Uh, you know, we're taking steps in the right direction with Dolores, but I don't feel like there was a starting point and an end point that made sense for a singular episode of television. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. yep, that was the story we told, you know, like, so I, I'm not quite as high on it as I was last mm-hmm. week and I don't think the visuals were... I, they they weren't any less than last week, but they I don't I certainly don't think they were better. Uh, I think it was uh, it's got a it's got a visual style to it, and they've they're they're accomplishing it well. Uh, it looks it looks really mm. good. I've always I'm always satisfied with the way Westworld. I guess looks. this episode more than last, I noticed the performances of the actors and actresses mm. more. Um, like William is like, it, this is a perfect role. Um, like, Ed Harris is oh, fucking dude. killing. Like, it, he's dude. basically like the, ver- the like this universe's version of Darth Vader. You know, he's the man in black. Mm. You know, he, he has you know he has his his outfit, and he's just a menace, and um, is you know super fun to watch watch um, Ed Harris play him. Um, Tessa Thompson as Charlotte uh, Hale is kind of fucking bodying it. Uh, Aaron Paul is on his bullshit. Yeah, like uh, 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 and an Aaron Paul performance that is actually like. Not Breaking Bad, Good. you know, not like, yeah. man, Mr. White, you know, um, which, Yo. not Breaking Bad, but like, this is, I, I love this performance way more. Um, I'll take I this one any day. Too. And then now we're getting Bernard in the next episode, so we're getting just that crisp, narrative voice, I hope. Um, Remember. <laughs> uh, um, but I, I think, um, 
overall, I think like four or five is where I think I'm at for this one. I don't, I don't think yeah, it was I think, the first I think episode. So too. I don't think it was, uh, and I think it is that story aspect yeah. of things, you know, like, uh, I, I don't think I can discern, uh, a thematic mm. tie as well as I could the first yeah. episode. Like, uh, it was, uh, this one was all about like discovery, mm. just kind of like searching and, uh, trying to find, trying to find something, you know, with, uh, Dolores trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with Peter and going out there and Maven. And, Caleb searching for whatever the fuck's going on with the California senator finding a fucking park and mm. like uh, yeah, but I don't think it was as strong as the first episode that way. Um, and a four or five, it, I mean, it basically ties with the first episode overall. It's point zero five lower than the first episode. Um, mm. so I mean, a four six eight the first episode and a four six two. Um, wow, that's good math right now. Um, sick point zero six below. Um, mm. but, uh, I mean, I think the bump in the genre, um, makes sense and it like kind of puts it at the same level, even though it wasn't made as well. Um, still thoroughly enjoyed it and, and got every, all the, I mean, it's making me theorize out of the ass. So it's doing, it's doing its job. Um, but I guess the only prediction I have typed in, we made a crap ton of predictions. Um, but the only reason I wasn't typing them is because. I feel like our opinions change of our predictions, like as we talk about the episode. Um, yeah, so do. I guess um, we could start with like the state of the world. We said we would do that kind of every episode of what we think the state of the world is, um, and I, I think it's closer to face value rather than the whole world is being taken over already. Um, yes, I'm I'm 100% in that camp. Uh, I think Maeve and Caleb are experiencing reality as it is. Uh, I don't think they're being manipulated in any way. I mean, they might be manipulated in other ways, but not uh, not as far as like what they're seeing isn't real. Like, I think their their universe is existent. Uh, I, th- I think the only storyline that doesn't follow face value is Christina right now. If I were to say, um, you know, like, I think we're, we're following the events that she's experiencing chronologically and, and at face value, but I think her world isn't, like, it's not what she thinks it is. I'm, and I'll, I'll take that a step further. Last week we made the prediction that Christina is Rehoboam and is trapped in a simulation slash park. I'm going, she is, she is trapped in a simulation park. Ah, uh, like uh, okay. They're not like it is. It is a place you can visit that is a simulation, uh, and uh, furthermore, it'd be like being able to get uploaded into a video game. Uh, mm. Yeah, this I like that. That's a uh, that's oh, dude. That adds a whole nother dynamic because like there's the parks where you actually go, and then the parks where you're just in a sleep experiencing it which can just add a whole nother layer of mind fuck is like, is the base world a simulation in the, you know, like how far does it really go? Um, I'd say if I want to make another, um, prediction, it's, um, with Christina's, uh, storyline. And I, I think I'm, I'm just gonna, I don't really, I'm not into the camp hard, but I just want to put it down here just for the simple fact, if I am right, was that this is like an instance of like a strategy basically is what we're mm-hmm. we're watching at least Christina's storyline maybe um or it all 
is just like um, Doctor Strange looking into the future, and instead of seeing which one made them win in doing that, it is she saw which one made her lose, so she's not doing that. It's kind of like the inverse of of Doctor Strange um, looking into the future. So um, don't really fully buy into it, but I'm just putting it down just in case it is true. Um, I dig it. I dig it. Any other predictions you have? Um, no, nah, I think that's kind of it for me. Beyond, uh, I think Peter Myers is William. Yeah, uh, good, yeah. She's trapped. Yeah, so yeah, we already got that, though. And uh, Christina trapped in a simulation park. Uh, uh, but yeah, man, I don't know. I guess what other storylines are... I guess what's any prediction you can make with Maeve and Caleb? They're gonna they're gonna figure out what's going on in this park, you yeah. know. Like I think that's just kind of that's all I can really say is that uh, they're gonna try and figure out whatever the fuck's going on there. Um, like they were invited for a purpose. Okay. Hmm. Maybe Bernard's little headband thing. Um, is the first version of what William is trapped inside of. Mm. Possibly. I don't know. Um, I'm just trying to think of, like, how the Valley Beyond comes into this. Because I, I don't think it's just part of the story where they're like, all the hosts that wanted a happy, heavenly, you know, afterlife went there and it's over. Um, and I think, you know, maybe the people who chose to go there, they want to stay there. But then Charlotte Dolores is going to forcibly make them live in this world now um, or something mm. like that. Um, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I kind of want to make like a whack, like a nonsensical prediction um, that's just like completely right. out can... there. I'm just going to – I'm going to say right, – Here, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. Uh, Bernard – walks into the valley beyond and spends seven years there and over the course of the seven years he watches as it is altered and changed into the world Christina is in um, could he have chosen when he woke up Bernard yeah I guess he would have just had to have left or is it like a, a time thing like every some temporal you know, phenomenon like where real he could time just walk is, in and feel like he was gone for 10 minutes i think i mean i feel like he wouldn't i don't know maybe it is just one to one and that's why he like he wanted to spend time in there maybe it was like you know heaven and he you know he liked it but then he saw yeah. what was happening in the real world somehow caught wind of that and is like oh i need to wake up and stop this like this isn't what um, this isn't what we had in mind. Um, oh, and also, did he wake up on his true. own? Did uh, did Stubbs wake him up? Mm. He's there with Ashley Stubbs. Yeah. Who is a host, right? Who is a host, Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm saying the key, uh, the girl that we saw at the end, I'm just throwing out that it's Maeve's daughter, because uh, that, that, that'd just be really cool. Uh, to see, like, Maeve and her link up in the real, like, real world, I guess. Um, but I, I don't really buy into... I don't, like, how the hell 
could the key to it all be a rant? I guess Rehoboam was kind of like a random introduced character. I mean, established, before, you know, like... Maybe there's something with once they were put into the Valley Beyond, they can they can age because they're pure code at that point. They're not physical. Um, and not only that, but if they were to return to the real world, they don't have to physically be there, but robots can see them. Oh. Oh. And that's how it was. Oh, shoot. I didn't even think about that because... It is Bernard and Stubbs there, and they are both hosts. So, like, can a, can a human see her. see her would be interesting to know. And that would lend me to go, yeah, you know what? It probably is Maeve's daughter. Because like, huh. they've been making a big fucking deal out of that story for years, and they've never given yeah. it closure. They've never given Maeve a happy ending there. Uh like throughout the entire fucking show, it's been her trying to make her get with uh-huh. her daughter, and her daughter just like is out of reach every fucking time. Like it's just not something she can achieve. So, uh, be nice if like her daughter saves her this time instead yeah, of Maeve yeah. saving her daughter. Oh. Yeah, I think I think I know, I'm comfortable with leaving it there. I, I don't think I can really whip up any other crazy uh, prediction here as of yet. But uh, I don't think I can either, man. I don't think I can either. Uh, yeah but with that Westworld season 4 episode 2 comes to a 4.62 out of 5 stars uh, hell of an episode hell of an episode uh, yeah if you would head to patreon.com slash where you'll find over 24 hours of exclusive content uh, all that money goes back into making sure I can put this podcast on costs money and I don't make none off of it so that's greatly appreciated uh, if you would follow on Twitter at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Leave five star rates and reviews anywhere you're listening. Uh, if you're fucking with me and Joe, we're doing our 52 year journey through film right now, which has been a lot of fun. Uh, last Friday was 1996's Train Spotting, and this Friday will be 1997's Good Will Hunting. Uh, can't wait for you to hear that. Uh, join us every Monday here uh, for for the Westworld Watch. Uh, we're you know we've we've got it all the uh, the ugliness the disarray and the beauty that's that's all we that's that's what we've got going on over here so uh, uh yeah I was Colton Robertson joined by Joseph George thank you very much homie oh thank you for having me it is always a pleasure oh and it is always a pleasure to have you and remember peace love and bloom and these violent delights have violent ends.